Do you remember how about a year ago I bought three boxes of ricicles because I thought they'd be super valuable in a year? You did that, yeah. And the best before was yesterday, so I put them on eBay. And uh, do you want to know how much? Three boxes of cereal and all the postage and packing uh, cost, or how much I got for all that, considering that these have been discontinued, have not been in production for a year. How much did I get? Seven pounds. Nine quid. Nine quid! <laughs> Very nice. Which is actually less than I paid for them. Wait, what? So I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually making a loss Wait, on something I thought was going to make me like... You paid more than nine quid for three boxes of cereal? Yeah, because it was, it was in their last run. There was the only ones left. There were like three fifty each. And you somehow made a loss. Yeah, made a loss. I was going to congratulate you on managing to make a profit because I'm pretty sure cereal doesn't cost that much. Nope. The, you done it. Not if it's like ricicles in the final week of its existence. Wow. I, I even forgot that they were gone. Yeah, man. You can't buy them anymore. They're too much. They were literally just sugar and dust, like mixed together. <laughs> sugar and wheat dust. <laughs> exactly. Or oat so dust. that's one. Know. That's another example of me and buying things going horribly wrong. I am sort of kind of tempted to buy a new skateboard. Because your old one <laughs> isn't yours anymore? Well, no, because the other one. My flatmate obviously is is the king of skateboard. He told me the other week he he drank two and a half bottles of wine uh-huh. at Christmas night out yeah. and still managed to skateboard home. Well, well did he specify <laughs> how, how much time had passed? Well, like it was in the matter of hours. Like he he's 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 all but a functioning alcoholic. Okay, well, uh, that's his words, not mine. There we go. Easy peasy. But he's but like the skateboard has seen better days. So I'm thinking maybe now I can get a new one and. We could be skateboard buddies. Ah, and bond with the flatmate. <laughs> we can both skate. We can both skate to our non-existent jobs. Yeah, oh yeah, you can just skate to work, and that's just like going around the block. <laughs> exactly. Come come like, back in the door, and you're 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 suddenly business calling. I like I do come around the yeah, come around the block. I take my my like my shirt and tie. You get changed, and in, you get changed in the way on a skateboard. I get, I get changed in like a street alleyway somewhere, and then go into the flat and start work. Like the world's least exciting superhero. <laughs> I'm a self-employed man. It's the one thing that it's the one thing that superheroes never show you. Is the getting like, well, it's, it's getting ready. Spider-Man did it. Every film he does it. No, but because he always leaves his clothes and bags behind, and you're like, what if someone takes your stuff? Like at, at no point do we see, you know, Batman figuring out his knee pads or putting on his elbow pads yeah, the wrong way. I'm pretty sure in Batman Batman Begins we saw him buy it, buy it all. I'm pretty sure we saw him go on Amazon. No, we there's no no we don't and buy like buy like knee pads. Please. I think that was like half an hour of the film was his Amazon, his Amazon basket. Like, Aquaman's coming out on Friday. At no point do we see Aquaman and his team of seamstresses building it or making his costume. Oh, no, you know, his costume is going to be like a magical thing. Like it's just going to literally be <laughs> magic that makes it work. They're not going to have Aquaman getting changed. The other thing is that I feel now that I'm, you know... I've d- I've decided to change my description from unemployed to freelance to entrepreneur. Oh wow, yeah, no, that makes you yeah. I'm gonna go for inventor. For what? Inventor. Inventor. <laughs> yeah, because I invent so many ways to waste time. The thing, ah, oh, that's very good. Uh, the thing I find difficult is the actual motivation to do work because I'm just like sitting in my bed in a hoodie, and. It's it's warm and I can go get as much cereal as I want. Well, not anymore. You've sold your boxes. <laughs> and there's no boss to be like, "Yo, Colin, you got to earn some money. Otherwise, 
Your family will starve. No, your boss, that's not what your boss do, does. Bosses don't care about families. They care about the business. It's the business okay, that we start. Okay, sorry. Listen, Colin, your business is going down the drain. Yeah. If you don't actually motivate yourself to go and film some Gaelic videos that you send to someone in Milwaukee. because you're your boss, Colin. You've got to fulfill that role. Well, see, this is why I need an alter ego. Someone who skates around a block and has a shirt and tie. Yeah, you skate around a block and come back. I am boss, Colin. <laughs> business boss. Cease Operate episode 151. We're past the sound barrier. The big 151. We done it. Yeah. I'm bringing it in with a, with a sneeze that isn't coming. And that's, <laughs> that's exactly a picture of, this, of the podcast. A sneeze that isn't coming. A sneeze that just won't arrive. It's like expecting something great to happen with the podcast and shooting in week after week to be like, you know what, I'm gonna this is gonna be the week they really turn it around. No, it's like expecting the podcast to release an episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Colin and he is James. Yeah, I'm Sneezo. And we did ask uh that people got in touch and lo and behold, people obliged. What? When I say people, I mean Ross Cray. Oh our, our loyal fan. Our loyal fan. Soul loyal fan. Uh who sent an email now, I don't know if this was intentional. I'm sure he would say it was. Called email correspondence. Email correspondence. Which Ross is incorrect. Correspondence. Come on, Ross. You're a no, journalist. No, it's because it is a dance that he is having with us. Okay. okay. Right. He sent a very long and very entertaining email. I'm not going to read the entire thing. I'm going to choose classic. some... This is exactly how people don't email us. Okay, fine. I'll read the entire thing. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, or good night. Delete is appropriate. Okay, See, so why, delete why, that last part where it says delete is appropriate. Okay. It's perfect. Long-time listener, several times emailer here. I'd like to first of all pass on my congratulations to you on your 150th episode. Thanks, Ross. Thank you, Ross. A tremendous achievement in just several years of allegedly weekly podcasting. Touché. I have mostly enjoyed listening to the all but one installment of Seesaw Parade I have consumed. I can't remember which episode I missed. However, I feel insulted that while listing your personal highlights, my glorious cameo live from Transmit, my various email correspondences, and the tremendous theme music I painstakingly crafted were cruelly snubbed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oops. All valid points, Ross. Yeah, no, Ross, I take that. I can only assume you mentioned these, but they were cut from the final edit. See, that's exactly what happened. No, yeah, we, we definitely talked mostly about... Ross Craig we had a, we had for a, episode 150. We had a section where we just explicitly spoke about you. We wrote we wrote you some theme music. We did. We did. Okay. Here it is now. In case you need a reminder, I've taken the trouble of going through previous emails to your not at all dull podcast and selected some highlights. Oh, he's going to quote himself. He's co- now he's now quoting himself. This okay. has become Inception podcast. This is Ross doing Ross. Okay. Here is an email. Mr. Stone accosted me in the Emirates Arena yesterday with the words, you'd better email Seesaw Parade oh. while working for some television program. Okay. That's, no, that's, when, that's when I used to be famous. A, that's a nice email, yeah. Ooh. Uh, he's then he's he's got a, an acronym for Seesaw Parade, which I'm, I'm going to skip that one. Oh, he's got, he did an acrostic, I remember that one. <laughs> I appear to have been threatened into corresponding with you via a tweet. That sends a theme oh, running boys. here. I can also sense a theme with these emails. Yeah. Colin, do, do we only ever get emails from people that you threaten? Because you are a it's, muscular boy. To be fair, like... Are you scaring people? 
to be fair, I was looking at some old pictures uh, yesterday on my Facebook because I was visiting my godson. Yes, I am the godfather. You must refer to me as the godfather from now on. No, only he does. Um, <laughs> That's not how godfathership works. Well, no. see, I did ask. I, I asked his parents, who are my... Well, the, the dad is one of my very oldest friends. I asked, I said, does he get to call me Godfather Colin? But no, apparently the parlance is Uncle Colin, oh, not Godfather that Colin. That doesn't make any sense. You're Godfather I was going to say, like, maybe God Colin, but that's not... Gollin. Gollin, yeah, that's great. <laughs> so, I actually was looking through some old pictures to show his, uh, his other half, which was very entertaining. And uh, she was looking through them and was... Commenting on how much bigger I used to be. You were a large man. I was chunk. I, I Ross mean, Cray must have felt very scared <laughs> when you told him to email us. He, he ends by saying, "I wish you all the very best. Seesaw forever." There we go. That's what our season finale is going to be called. Seesaw forever. Seesaw. For- that's that's what that's our fourth film after we've done the you know the, the giant mashup of primary characters, <laughs> biggest crossover event in history, followed up by Seesaw forever. Okay. I mean, that's that That should have been what Avengers 4 should have been called. Avengers Forever. Oh, man. No, that. No, that's what they need to call... That's what they need to call the next Fast and Furious, even though it's not the fourth one. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, let's uh, dive into what we have today. You may have guessed Avengers 4, the first ever trailer, is coming up. But first of all, we're going to go to uh, the Golden Globes. Also, we're going to talk Brexit, uh, Tumblr, and some things we have watched yes on screens everyone's favorite part of the show yeah where we listen to other people talk about things you've already seen yes right let's talk about the golden globes so okay golden globes if uh you are unaware is kind of the first major signpost of how the oscars are going to go um, now, they may only be made up of 95 foreign journalists as opposed to the, what, 17,000 or so Academy voters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they do have a pretty decent track record of uh, kind of getting the names out there, which tend to do well at the Oscars. So, leading the way with the most nominations is Vice. Now, this is the Christian Bale, Steve Carell, Sam Rockwell, Dick Cheney. Sorry, the first three were actors. The last four is an actual guy. He's an actual dude. That was a yeah. That was like a, a semicolon or something. Christ, yeah, Christian Bale as Dick Cheney. Yeah. Um, and Sam Rockwell, George Bush, any kind of presidential uh, dramedy, I think is what they're aiming for. It's it's, it's Adam McKay, so he did a big short. He did Anchorman. So is it going to be funny? Yes, I think there'll be elements of it, but we'll get to that. So that's lead, that's leading the way. Uh, with the most nominations, which I think took people by surprise. Let's just start with the the major awards then. Best Picture Drama. This is like the, you know the, the series contenders: Black Klansman, Black Panther, Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody, A Star Is Born, and If Beale Street Could Talk. Okay, I have seen four of the five of those. Yep, Black Panther is the one that sticks out for me. Wait, no. Y- Black Panther, you're saying that could be no, the no, best no, no, motion no, 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 I'm saying sticks out saying? In, in that it sticks out like a sore thumb. Like, it's not a good thing, it's no, there. No, no, it does. That is not something worthy of best picture. Why is Black Panther in there? I don't I don't get it. I mean, Black Panther is arguably people, people like one it. of Marvel's better films, but at no point should it be getting nominations for best picture. No, I agree. Why is it there, James? It was a very, very fun film. Why is it there? The hype. I don't know. It's not the money. People liked it, but... It didn't have, like, a revolutionary storyline or anything. 
It doesn't do anything spectacular. It was just very fun to watch. Yeah. I don't know, Colin. It's there because it was popular. And the Golden Globes folks are like, if we put in popular films, people will watch our show. Well, people tend to, people tend to watch the Golden Globes anyway because they're quite good fun. They tend to be more fun, yeah. Right. In terms of those films remaining, discounting Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody is overrated. I thought it was okay. Everyone else has loved it. Audiences have loved it. Myself and other critics, because we're better than everybody, thought it was it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I rule that one out. A film can't get carried by someone else's songs. Ra- yeah, Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury is awesome, and he will win various awards for that. The film shouldn't. He will. Film won't. Okay. Star is Born is good fun. Yeah. Uh, well, when I say good fun, it's like <laughs> it's pretty heartrending. But uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga, Bradley <laughs> Cooper again will do great. But that being that being said, I would say it doesn't quite match up to Black Klansman, which would be my pick, which is Spike Lee yeah. uh, directing. It's just a great film. The only one I haven't seen is If Beale Street Could Talk, which is the follow-up from Barry Jenkins, who did Moonlight. Oh, okay, yeah. So it could be pretty spectacular. And yeah. it's been getting rave reviews. So that could well do it. Okay, moving on to the other kind of best picture, which is in the musical or comedy category. Oh, no, yeah. Best picture for films that don't want to go into the hard competition. Yeah, now th- this is, the Oscars will basically combine these two together and there'll be some which miss out entirely and some which get added. So in this category, Vice, The Favourite, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, ah. and Crazy Rich Asians. I thought you were calling Vice The Favourite to win there. That was that was a fun list for my brain. No, no, no. It's 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 sorry, sorry again. Uh, comma vice, or maybe semicolon. The favorite, Green Book. Okay, of these, I've not seen any. Yep. Mainly because they're not out yet. That's out. Yeah. Crazy Rich Asians did come out, although I did I did not see that film. Is that because you're a racist? <laughs> Absolutely not. What are you no. saying? Not for now. Now, come on, Colin. You know better than that. You got to say positive things. <laughs> no, I can because of my media training. I know I can say a direct answer is absolutely not. I can refute cool. that. I like that. If I was re- if I was to repeat your phrase, if I'm using my media training that you're bringing up, if I was to say the phrase, I am absolutely not a racist. You then just yeah, said that's- it, Colin. I tricked okay. you. I made you say it. <laughs> no, I'm going to send that. I to did your not boss. see that film. I, the reason is because I did not have any interest in seeing it. Oh, um, I, heard, I heard it was quite good. Yeah. Anyway, The Favourite is a kind of a period comedy starring Emma Stone and Olivia Coleman. Uh-huh. Olivia Coleman's soon to be seen in The Crown and, of course, is from everything good that she's ever been in. Oh, so you quite <laughs> like Olivia Coleman then. Oh, she's awesome. She's awesome. Wonderful. Uh, Green Book is Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali. Doing their thing. Yeah. Doing their, like, buddy road trip, racial... Tensions. Tensions. America in a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's America the bl- in a car. <laughs> That's a blurb for that film. Mary Poppins Returns, obviously. Uh, same takes, thing. Same racial thing. tensions. <laughs> Very American. <laughs> and Vice, as previously described. James, any... I mean, I know you've not seen any of these either. Do you want to pick one? I, re- I, I reckon Mary Poppins is going to swing it. You know, no, it won't. No, because she's she knows actual magic, so she can she can cheat. <laughs> okay, she can just genuinely cheat her way to the to the to the awards. I would be amazed if Mary Poppins Returns or Crazy Rich Asians got a look in at the Oscars. I don't think they have a chance here either. 
I would say it comes down to the favourite or Vice, because both have been lauded from all sides. Green Book You're seems nice. underestimating the power of Viggo Mortensen. <laughs> okay, Avengers Endgame slash... Avengers Forever. ...has its first trailer. It does. Came out a couple of days ago. Let's have a very quick listen to this. We lost. All of us. We lost friends. We lost family. We lost a part of ourselves. This is the fight of our lives. This is going to work, Steve. I know it is. Because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. Okay, James. Yeah. What did you make of this well, first trailer? Oh, isn't it full of drama? Anthony Stark's all stuck in space. Anthony? Captain Captain the United States of America. He's he's looking a bit sad about things, but determined to save the day. And he's shaved his beard. Yeah. And he shaved his beard, which is a shame. A big shame. He needed to keep that beard. It's a good beard. Um but the the half the cast that we've got remaining to save the day are gonna save the day. It's just gonna happen, right? So I, I don't know. It looked cool, it looked fun. We all know that it's just gonna tie into Captain Marvel and she'll be the big the big the big good at some somehow. The big hero. I, I don't I don't think there's much tension left. We saw how they got rid of half the cast that we knew they would we saw that happen. We knew they would do that. And then Well we know they're gonna bring it back. We don't know how, but there's not much tension. I see what you mean. I would disagree with we all knew it was gonna happen because I certainly did not expect them to kill off everybody. Sorry, spoiler. Kill off half of the people at the end of the first one. I didn't expect that. I thought I knew it was coming, but I didn't expect it was going to happen, and it did. Okay. That being said, we all know they're coming back. Mm-hmm. And see those of them that have sequels in the works. And well, and bear in mind that Spider-Man: Far From Home comes out in July, and they're going to have to have trailers for that. Wait, yeah, and that one's got Jake Gyllenhaal that, in it. Let's talk about that film. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get to we'll get to that. But that one will need to have Tom Holland, yeah, my hero, in uh, yeah, in, in the trailers. But that being said, he's currently dead, mm-hmm. and they currently, cannot he, hold. He currently off. dissolved, yeah. I like. I mean, unless they're planning to hold off on trailers until less than three months before the film comes out. Yes, they will. They'll do that. Really, though, they're going to do that. Yep. That's not enough time. They're brave. They're brave. They've, I believe in they've, them. They've they've put out this trailer for for Endgame, a full. Four months before the film comes out in the UK. Like, um, one month more. No, it's well, no, it's the end of April, so it's it's almost five months. Four and a half months. Okay, yeah. If they're gonna show trailers for Spider-Man in which a currently dead Spider-Man is miraculously in them, how is Marvel meant to explain that he's there? I hope they start releasing trailers that just don't have Spider-Man in them. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like static shots of places. With no Spider-Man. Well, I mean, that is a way around it. What you could do, I mean, not, I mean, not your suggestion exactly, but you mentioned Jake Gyllenhaal. Of course, Jake Gyllenhaal is the big baddie for Spider-Man's sequel, which I'm very much looking forward to now that I know he is um, Mysterio. Well, he's, he's good, yeah. He's awesome. But then again, like superhero movies classically get good actors for the bad guys and then do nothing with them. That's very true. Michael Keaton, where are you? Um, so, well, to be fair, I quite liked his uh, He was his He was one of the better ones, to be fair. Anyway. What they could do, you're right. You could you could make a Spider-Man trailer using just the supporting characters and yep. Jake Gyllenhaal. I reckon they're going to do that, and and it'll be like because because no one's got any any bravery and can't trust the audience. It'll be at the end. It'll be like, 
but who's gonna who's gonna save us? And then yeah, there'll exactly. be a week of being like, where's Spider Man? Yeah, if they show a trailer with Spider Man in it, then you've you've totally undone the whole like, oh, is he is he gonna survive in Avengers Four? There's even less tension. There is none. There's just no tension. It's a funny line to 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 tread because the audience knows that these characters are not actually dead. Yeah. The only drama remains in. The only tension remains in. How are they going to get them back? Yeah, but it's just going to be Captain Marvel and like Ant Man, Ant Anthony and United States are going to sacrifice themselves. Um, Ant Man's going to save the day, be- and then that's going to make us all watch Ant Man two. Because that's what they—that's why they're making him save the day. It's because they want us to watch Ant Man two. Because no one well, watched that, that film. That's already out. Yeah, but nobody watched it. I did. You were you? Yeah. Okay. So one person watched it. So they want everybody else to watch it. So they make—they're making him the the lead of the sa- of the the saviors, Avengers saviors. A final comment on the trailer. I thought the trailer was was excellent in terms of a very first one, setting the scene, setting the tone. It's put together well, yeah. Although again, the whole like fake out of Tony Stark like oh Tony Stark's about to die in space oh, no, so well he's saying goodbye that's clearly the way he definitely does not die all good stories come to an end and then Captain Marvel definitely doesn't just fly into space and save him I, I mean I am interested as to how they are going to reverse what happened in the in Avengers 3 Captain United States is going to steal the gauntlet <laughs> give his little fingers a snipple snapple going to undo it all but he's not strong enough and he'll get destroyed in the process what no but what if he snaps his fingers and reduces the population by further half oh, no because it's it's not it doesn't just it doesn't just do it it does what you want to it doesn't just do what it wants when you snap your fingies so he'll do it and then it'll, it'll sacrifice him, and then we'll have like black widow being like no steve you won't you'll get you'll get you'll get destroyed if you try to do that and then he'll be like united states of america <laughs> okay Right, that's enough talk for of that for now. I'm sure we will cover it in much more detail as uh, as the date draws closer. Okay, talking of Captain Marvel, let's look at it very briefly. A second trailer. I'm not going to play a clip for this one. Oh, uh, man, a second no. trailer came out. It's the dumbest trailer ever. Really? Why? I hated this. They ruined the granny moment. Okay, just to give you some context, there was a little bit of backlash after the first Captain Marvel film in which she punched a granny in the face. So yeah, that was course, that was hilarious. So, it was, it was a, such a good moment in a trailer. Brilliant. But everyone was perfect. like, "What? She she punched a granny?" And then, of course, they had to start this trailer explaining why she punched a granny. No, they didn't. Is there because they're cowards that they did that? Cowards. Yeah, you yeah, would they punch are. them. Captain Marvel would punch them for being cowards. I agree. I agree that I thought it was a cop out because they realized, oh wait, we have to explain why we're beating up old people. This is why we don't get good things because when we get good things. People just don't get it. Okay. So you didn't, I, you didn't I, like this the trailer? Why? This is why trailers have to be like, guess what? Venom's technically a bad guy, audience. Have you realized <laughs> that Venom is a bad guy? Do, do you reckon he's a bad guy yet? Thank you, audience. There's your trailer. Everything's just so on the nose. It's just, oh, I hated this trailer. You, so you, you didn't like it? And it didn't do anything else new. I didn't need the rest of it. Nothing new was in that trailer, so I didn't like it. I preferred it to the first one. Because, as you say, the kind of on-the-nose references of the first one, when she crashed into a blockbuster, you're like, oh, blockbuster, 90s. Mm-hmm. This one I thought was slightly better. That being said, I can't say I am filled with excitement. No, I don't I don't really feel it yet. No? I'll go see it. Yeah. But I'm not like... For example, I looked at Avengers 4 and thought, yeah, I could definitely go see that right now. Whereas yeah, Captain I Marvel, I, I would happily miss. 
She's overpowered. She's just gonna she's just gonna glow and shoot bit things out of her body and face and it I mean, will that's save, and it will save the day. I don't know. She just seems a bit too powerful to be compelling. Right. She's like okay. Superman. Let's Never move on. Until he feels lonely and then you're like, oh. Penultimately, before we talk about actual news, Aquaman's out on Friday and James, the reviews have been excellent. Wait, what? DC may have another Wonder Woman, except this time it's a dude with a beard, on their hands. And it might not completely fall apart in the final third. Yeah, no, like, honestly, reviews, I've, I've, I don't like to read them too in-depth, but in terms of an overall, an overall picture, yeah. Very, very positive. Well, that is exciting stuff. Yeah. I can't, I almost can't believe it. You know, if Aquaman is the best. Are you free on Saturday? I do not know, Colin. You'll have to <sighs> ask on Saturday. I'll see how work goes. Okay, well, you have to Aquaman, use on the day off, dude. Everyone's always made fun it, of him. Including you. I felt sorry for Aquaman my whole life. I've made fun of him because he's funny to make fun of. Because he can summon the fishes. He can summon the fishes. He can, speak, power, to, he can power, speak to the whales. His, his power is whale talk. He's Dory, but a human being. <laughs> and if his film is the best one in DC, it's perfect. They're taking Batman, the best character ever, and they've made bad films of him. They're taking Superman, someone ruined someone who is just powerful and doesn't do anything, and they've kept him powerful and doesn't do anything. That's, that was to be expected. Also ruined him. <laughs> they've gone way too hard and fast on everything. So if they just do an Aquaman movie correctly, oh, boys, <laughs> they're back. Boys are back in town. Bring back... Bring, bring back Christopher Nolan. Okay. Uh, so lastly... Don't bring back Christopher Nolan. His Batman films are overrated. Let's go see Aquaman on Saturday, James. Come on, this has to happen. Because otherwise... Because it's the last Saturday I'm here in 2018. Okay, let's see a film in 2018. Yeah. No, I mean, let's go see Aquaman this Saturday. Let's go do yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Specifically in 2018. And specifically during the day, because I have a Christmas party in the evening. Okay. Right, it's happening. I'll, I'll text you. Okay. Okay, Lion King. Last trailer for today. The Lion King. The, the live action... Lion King. Yeah. Released his trailer about a month ago. It feels like a month ago, but we didn't yeah. talk about it. What they've done is they've added some extra shading to the original <laughs> film. They just got out their wee pencils and they started drawing like hairlines, like lines of hair rather, not like hairlines. That would be weird. Yeah, that was weird. added fur with their little pencils. They've added some some glowiness to the eyes and they've made the mouths less cartoonish. Yeah. And everything's exactly the same as the... Okay, so I, I would gather then that you didn't think much of the trailer. It just looks like the same film, but less charming. It is the same film. But with nothing, no reason to watch it because all the charm is gone. I saw like a side-by-side comparison of the cartoon Lion King and this new Lion King and essentially yeah essentially shot for shot it's the same movie but it will make money because it's the Lion King and uh, instead of Rowan Atkinson as Zazu they're using John Oliver yeah which is like when you go to to the shops and instead of getting the real thing you get the Asda best value Mm -hmm. thing yeah or or it's when you go to Asda and you get Tesco value (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean, I just feel this is, like most things we discuss, is totally unnecessary and is solely to make money. So it's like the podcast, but profitable. (laughs) Exactly. Totally unnecessary, exists in a vacuum, and if it could make money, it would. Continue, only manages to carry on via referencing oneself. (laughs) Gone so meta, we are now just, oh, never mind. You're you're right in that. I thought the trailer was uninspired. I mean, it did look great. It looked very pretty. The animation was top quality. Those lions, they looked like lions. The giraffes looked like giraffes. They did. All the animals 
looks correct. It is. I mean, not to sound like my dad, but it's amazing what technology can do these days. Oof, it's mind-blowing <laughs> what technology can do. It's also mind-blowing what an underpaid CGI workforce can do. <laughs> Those special effects boys and girls and men's and women's and other. I'm sorry that you don't get paid enough to do your job. It's fine. It looked good, but I don't care. No. Why do I, why do I need to care about this film? They haven't given us a reason to care. Okay. Unless if like unless like in the final trailer they they, they reveal that they've renamed Simba to something else. Ooh. <laughs> he's now called He's fast now. Simba. So he's called Zumba. Oh wait, no, that's copyright. <laughs> the dance thing. That's yeah, that's dancing. That's not right. unless they're doing like a tie-in. Oh the Lion King, you get a free dance class. It's actually an entire Zumba marketing campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Lion King in association with Zumba. Main character is now called Zumba. <laughs> All the characters are called Zumba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Actual news. I mean, I'm tempted to talk about Tumblr before I talk about Brexit, but I think we should probably talk about Brexit. Let's give Brexit some time. Right. Brexit. The vote is upon us. We could cancel it, but yeah, you're right. The vote is upon us. The vote <laughs> on Theresa May's deal that she struck with the EU is on Tuesday, which yep. is uh, either... D- Tomorrow or today or another day or in the, in past. the past, yeah. So if, if you're, you're listening to you're this listening on to this. the day of release, if Colin edits is now, it's tomorrow. I'm going to do it pronto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the vote is on Tuesday. She needs a majority, and then if it gets a majority, then it goes on to the House of Lords, and then voila, the UK will leave in March bang, 2019. Bang, boom, we got our borders back. The difficult thing is that she is not going to win. It's a fact. She will lose. She has no. She, her own party is not going to give her a majority. Exactly. Never mind, like everybody else towing. So the all line. the yeah. So obviously all the opposition are opposing. Yeah. And then even about I think hundred and twenty or so of the actual yeah you're right of the actual Tory party say they're they're not going to vote with her. So she's she's going to lose. Mm-hmm. And she has warned these MPs that it could lead to a general election or even worse, no Brexit at all. <gasps> oh no! And we are allowed to do that. So let's just do that. Let's just not do Brexit. Yeah, so what you're referring to there is a ruling from the European Court of Justice this morning who have ruled that Britain can cancel Brexit. Oh, boys. I thought that was never going to happen. It's funny because I think now that the idea is in people's heads, it's a much more realistic possibility than it was a year ago. Cancel Brexit. I think, and I, (laughs) I speak on behalf of many people here who will remain nameless, People were sold the wrong idea before Brexit and were told of this, uh, oh, it's going to be this and it's going to be that and it's going to be this. And then actually in the reality of it, you're like, hold on a second, you all lied to us. Yeah. This was not what was what was promised. We, we did not talk about this thing or that thing or this thing. So the idea of actually Brexit being cancelled, I think, would be backed overwhelmingly. By the populace, yeah. yeah, Absolutely, although, yeah. Although like, I can't really think of an amalgamation of words that is quite as smooth as Brexit. Brexit was a pretty good, pretty good name for a thing. It was well oh, named, as much as it is also confusing. It, it was catchy. It caught every, the whole world knows Brexit, uh-huh. but I can't think of a good word for for re-entering the EU. No, no, but we're not. But you're not. You're not re-entering it. You're still in it. Undeuing. <laughs> we're undeuing our mistakes. <laughs> so yeah, the only, I mean, the main issue I have for, with this then is. Okay, so Theresa May is going to lose. Uh-huh. Does she then resign? Uh-huh. Okay, fine. New leader comes in. 
Yeah. And they go to the EU and say, hey, this deal's not good enough. We want more. And the EU say, no. no. That was the deal we agreed on. <laughs> then what? Well, then what happens? Then they resign too. <laughs> From now on until the day we die, That's, it's yeah. going to be a continuous cycle of some random Tory <laughs> going to the EU and saying, please, can we just have everything we want and you guys have nothing? <laughs> And then he goes, no. And then that guy goes, or girl, or other. Or anyone. Says, or anyone, or me. Says, I resign yep. as leader. Someone else needs to try it. And it's just going right. to be a cycle. Is, James, this is me putting you on the spot here. Is there a realistic possibility that Brexit is cancelled? Yes. You think so? Well, yeah, because the EU said we can do it. So let's just do it. Uh, yes, that's that's true. Yeah, I agree. Please, Theresa. I know you're but, a big fan. But supporters of Brexit will say no. We voted about this, and we decided to leave. And then we also have a democracy that is like not direct. So you vote for people who vote for things. So if the people you voted for vote for a thing, that is also democracy. So you know, just do it, mate. Okay, just do it. Right. Let's let's talk about Tumblr. On oh, the in the saddest news of all of history. Now this this is yeah this is a a puzzler for me. So, <laughs> Tumblr have announced that as of December seventeenth, so a week today, yeah, all adult content, including <laughs> and this is their phrase, female presenting nipples, <laughs> are being banned. Yeah, from the site. Yeah, they're trying to be Instagram. So that's everything NSFW. That's all porn. That's all gifts, videos, whatever you like. And Tumblr is ninety nine percent porn. So its algorithms have already flagged sand dunes and uh-huh. and some cats and some like pencil drawings of geometric shapes as inappropriate. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's so something's not quite right here. Anything that looks vaguely like a nipple or a, or a breast. Tumblr say it's because of the, of they've realised they have a child pornography problem a problem, and also Apple banned their app from the App Store. Until it sorted out that particular issue. Yeah. So instead, Tumblr have decided to chuck everything. To ban everything. Now, you're right. Tumblr is and has become somewhat more of a porn site. And or a place where you buy and sell, um, shall we call them, artistic images and or videos of oneself. <laughs> okay. There were sometimes when I used to use Tumblr that you would scroll on and I'd be writing a dramatic post and then you'd see a straight boob. A straight boob. That was that was a regular occurrence. A like, homeless, a homeless boob. A whole, just one boob. A wild, one wild stray. Boob. Yet, like, what? yet to be, yet to be accepted into a warm and welcoming. What's family? that pesky thing doing down there? I did not follow that site uh, intentionally. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, you didn't. <laughs> so, so now, yeah, they're they're banning everything, and there has been quite the reaction. I would wager that Tumblr is going to go the same way as Vine, as MySpace. As dig as any other website whose name I can't remember as now. Facebook. Oh no, it's done. It's it's over. Yeah, no, they're trying to be Instagram. They're trying to be kid friendly, exclusively, so they can sell sell to the advertisers with a whole lot more security. Because right, it's hard to advertise uh, if most of your stuff is, as we say, not safe for work. Yeah, if it's not child friendly, you don't get the advertisers to pay big. So they want the advertisers to, to pay big. So they're saying, hey, if we just like make all the content safe and we have exactly the same amount of content that way, we'll get lots of money. But they're forgetting they're not going to get exactly the same amount of content. People are just going to leave. Well, yeah, because because they're they're banning everything. Yeah, I mean, you could employ you could employ people to kind of do the really really unpleasant job and sift through all this sift stuff and, the and ban the, method, yeah. the real stuff. Or 
Yeah, you can just be like, we're going to ban everything that even yeah. shows even a hint of yeah. ankle. Here's an, here's an algorithm. It's going to do its very best. Sorry if it messes up. Algorithms don't work. Not yet. They're not smart yet. Is Tumblr, is that it then for the website? I'm sure it will stick around, but they're not going to have as much traffic as they used to. And maybe that's a good thing for them. Maybe they need less traffic that is just people looking for some 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 new porn. <laughs> or looking for like a place where they can post their their art. Oh yeah, no. Please follow my follow my my Snapchat. Please. I'll, all it is is money. If you pay money, you get my my friendly Snapchat. Okay. That is definitely not a way to get money on the side. Time is running away from us, though, very briefly. Let's talk about Netflix, who, it turned out this week, have paid $100 million to stream Friends for oh, one boys. more year. Oh, boys. Bear in mind, they paid $30 million for it last year. Well, it must have been pretty popular then. Yeah, apparently it was up, they were up against Hulu and at least somebody else for it. And Warner, Time Warner, who own Friends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are in the process of getting t- together their own streaming site. Of course they are. <sighs> And so said, hey, guys, I'm sorry, our site's not ready yet, so we can sell you friends, but you're going to have to pay through the nose for it. Yeah. 100 million for a show which hasn't been on air for 14 years. It's a very popular show. It is, but wouldn't Netflix be better, like, spending money on something which is sustainable and which is actually going to keep subscribers? Because when Time Warner get their own site... See you later, friends. Oh, yeah. No, Netflix are making a few mistakes lately. Now that everyone's trying to be Netflix and there's going to be thousands of things that are just Netflix, but not quite, Netflix need to be self-sustaining, which they are trying to do, but they're generally failing at that. At the moment, yeah. So they need to stop investing in other people's shows and giving other people the money to make better shows than them and make their own And stop investing in Adam Sandler movies. Don't give them six films to make, which are all terrible. Um, I don't know how Netflix is going to survive the big divide because it's coming it is, no, you're right split. it's coming and i don't know how any of them are going to survive because nobody can afford that many streaming services when yeah well we, we talked about this before when disney plus comes along netflix will lose a decent chunk of its library uh yeah. not to mention other ones like time warner and then you've got shows like amazon or services like amazon prime who are splashing stupid amounts of money on Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, for example, which yeah gets which gets them eyeballs, which gets them contracts and payments. Yep. What's Netflix doing? Making they're making a new anime f- movie. <laughs> they're going to do a new live action anime film. Don't you worry, to- kids. It's going to be great. They're going they're doing a Cowboy Bebop live an- live action. You've got something like Stranger Things, but even that, it's not big enough a pool. No, they've got decent stuff. They've got good stuff even, but nobody's got enough stuff to warrant. Like, nobody's got enough of their own content to warrant a subscription. Yeah. Disney doesn't release enough things in a year to warrant a subscription. Netflix doesn't. Um, Warner, Time Warner doesn't. No one does. So everyone's just going to be picking and choosing. Right. Some new site will pop up will be like, subscribe to all of the streaming services for this much money and get to watch a certain amount of shows from each one of them per month. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. No. And then we can just call it, like, instead of Seesaw Parade, we'd be The Seesaw, because everyone would be balancing all their subscriptions at the oh, same time. Oh, we balance, we balance everyone's subscriptions. Boom. Boyos. Okay. We're on it. It's done. Everybody out there, consider this a copyright. Time is almost up. That's how it works. I invented it. Talking of Netflix and Daredevil uh, being one of their shows, which I'm assuming would probably switch over to Disney Plus once it gets... Uh, 
once it gets up off the ground, Daredevil has been cancelled. Yeah, because Disney wants to make their own one. After three seasons, Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock is no more. I think he was he was wonderful as Matt, to be fair. Yeah, and for, he's for lad. In an interview, he's he seems pretty upset about it, to be honest. Yeah. As I, you would as you would do. Because he said, you yeah, know, we had... It would be. He's been, he's been perfect. He has been... No, yeah, yeah, you're right. Absolutely perfect casting for, for Daredevil. And he, in the interview, talks about, you know, Daredevil's been four and a half years of his life. There were so many more stories to be told. Mm-hmm. And I think, to be honest, it came out of the blue because they'd started work on, on season four. I mean, they pitched the showrunners had. Yeah, yeah they, they'd pitched it anyway. Yeah, no, but and that's it. Cancel is got yeah. It's done. Netflix is just cutting ties of anything Disney. Which is a smart move. They are doing that correctly. They but need to stop relying on other companies' stuff. Yeah, that's but true. They, they then pay for friends instead. So, so, please, so then, why don't you just invest that in Net, in a Daredevil? Best season. So I'm assuming then Jessica Jones season three that'll be the last for that. That'll Punisher season two that's the last for last that one. Like if we're really lucky, they might greenlight uh, Defenders too. And that might be um, that may be the final time for all of them. But yep, that I mean this is. <sighs> Season three of Daredevil, which, if you listen to any of the shows of the last ten episodes, which we probably re- reviewed bit by bit, uh, I really liked it. I mean, it had its problems, but I did like it. Mm-hmm. It was a good show. Even Iron Fist season two, when it got cancelled, despite the fact I haven't watched it yet, Iron it was Fist apparently was a, an improvement. A bit an improvement. So it's it sucks to see that these shows, which had more stories to tell and had good, excellent casts, more or less, are just getting. Cut because of yep. you know yeah Disney. Well, yeah, it's because of the great divergence. Everyone's everyone's going to be stopping paying for everyone else's stuff eventually, and it's all going to be separated again. We're going to have a cable service, but on the internet. Right, cease operate is at an end. Bar the review section. We're going to be starting our own streaming service. <laughs> it's it's because we're using the seesaw thing for the balancing service. This is just going to be called Parade, <laughs> where we make our own TV shows and films. And it's going to cost... I, I'd watch that. For a subscription, it's going to cost £20, 20 pound a month. Not dollars, <laughs> pounds a month. Because um, it's going to okay. be really high quality content. And it means you get access to all our stuff. So not just like podcasts, TV shows, movies. You get all my music, which... You get the keys to our flats. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's more valuable. The key to my flat or my music. My music is pretty, it's pretty valuable, you know. <laughs> People have paid for my music this year. They have. They have. They have. I see. You're, Congrats, you'd be amazed. Colin. It's great, and it's you know what's what's nice is when you're like, hey, thank you, random stranger from France, for paying me two pounds for this music I spent <laughs> literally months making. No, well done. But, though. Um, you've, you've made money on music. That's pretty it's, cool. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's, it's nicer when it's like when someone you know has spent like a decent chunk of money, like a tenner, <gasps> giving you money. You're like, that's it's like you didn't need to do that, but you did. That's half a parade subscription. Exactly. That's, so that's, twenty quid a month is actually pretty sustainable. If you if you can spend a tenner on my music, on just the music, twenty quid gets you keys to the, to the flat to both yeah. flats. Yeah. And all the other keys to any flat, I've got keys for <laughs> all the other fun things. You keys, I've got keys on my keys, which have keys to my office. I got What's keys it? to I've got keys to flats that we don't, that I don't even know where they are anymore. <laughs> I've got to copy all the keys. Right. 20 quid a month. Okay. You can contact the show as Ross Cray did via email. Ross, we have to get you on an episode. Let's make this happen, okay? Um, email, ceaseoperate at gmail.com. Add Snapchat. Come on, people. Add the Snapchat, ceaseoperate. Uh, and you'll see my lovely face promoting the show every week. 
Twitter at Cecil Parade and Twitter at Fair Jame. Twitter at Oh yeah, that's me. Clach Callan. Good luck spelling that. Oh, good luck. Yeah, Fair Jame is a bit easier. Yeah, it's like Fair Jane, but with a m. Let's finish, James. What have you seen recently slash this week? Two weeks. This week, I haven't finished any TV series. <laughs> no, I actually did. I finished. I finished an anime. It's called Yuri on Ice. Uh, and it's an ice dancing anime. And really, is, really selling like, me this. I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound horribly insensitive, but it is so gay, and it's amazing. <laughs> well, James, I am offended. You are. Very offended. No, basically every single male character in the show is just in love with another male character in the show, or they develop Aww. a very heartwarming relationship with another character in the show. And then in the middle of it all, there is some beautifully animated ice dancing basically the gay community in scotland then basically because you all ice dance all is ice dance and all intertwined with each other yeah but no it was it was so That's much better image. than i expected it to be when i when i heard about the show i was like okay how's this good and then it was really really good it had some serious depth to it they're they're addressing like uh anxiety and depression oh my i've not seen tv do it all that kind of stuff it was pretty brilliant and then i also watched a fish called wanda that's a film that's like 30 years old yeah, John Cleese. Was it good? It was great. I loved it. It was hilarious. Okay. Actually, I think it got nominated for a few Oscars. I, I wouldn't watch it with my mother, but it was hilarious. <laughs> okay, I'll add to my list. Very briefly, to finish up, I've seen The Girl in the Spider's Web, which is the second remake of the famous Millennium Trilogy, the Scandinavian book slash films, mm-hmm. with Claire Foy as uh, Elizabeth Salander. Wait, is she the girl? She's the girl with the dragon tattoo, who also is now in a spider's web. Mm-hmm. She's got any luck, this girl. No. Well, the, well, having a dragon tattoo doesn't isn't unlucky. That's a choice. <laughs> but now she's in a spider's web. Mm-hmm. The film is... You compare it to the last one with Rooney Mara, and you compare it to the original with Numi Rapace. This one just has no menace about it at all. Okay. It's just It's just a superhero film. Because Lisbeth Salander can just do the most ridiculous things. Just, she occasionally gets imbued with godlike powers of knowing how to raise bridges or knowing that there would be some adrenaline drugs on a sink that she could crush up and snort mm. to give her super speed. Mm-hmm. The- Honestly, it's it's just terrible. Okay. And the, um, the villain, if you recall Blade Runner mm-hmm. and the sinister female antagonist... Mm-hmm. Who is awesome, Sylvia Ho- uh, Sylvia Hoyks? Yeah, she was great. She's the villain in this, and she's so criminally underused. It was very sad. Okay, so it's like a superhero. So don't don't go see that. Oh yeah, like five out of ten. Then to finish off, Robin Hood. Oh my goodness! Oh, you saw it, Taron Edgerton. I wasted two hours of my life watching this don't film. Don't say wasted. It's a cult oh, classic already. It's, it is the worst film of the year. Well done. It's tied with The Predator as the worst well film done. of the year. It's so bad. I'm so proud of them. The dialogue, the acting, the costume. My goodness. Why did Robin Hood and all his merry men in the 1400s dress up like they shop at Burton? Because they did shop at Burton <laughs> to get the costumes. Like, Jamie Foxx is wearing a, like a muscle-fit t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And even complete with like the designer holes at the top. Yeah, as he you got know, like a, a little logo on his on his left it's nipple. It's just it. Oh man, the only redeeming feature, like many of these bad films, 
is Ben Mendelsohn oh, as the villain, yeah. as the sheriff of Nottingham. He's chewing the scenery so well. Now you see, this is exactly the same as the other good Robin Hood film. It's terrible, but the sheriff is amazing. Yeah, so apparently, uh, I was listening to a review of, uh, I think it was Mark Kermode, was saying there was a story going around of the uh, Kevin Costner Robin Hood film mm-hmm. that Co- Kevin Costner added himself to the editing team because he felt Alan Rickman's villain was outshining him. Yeah, yeah, but Alan Rickman's villain was outshining him, and that's and it's what made the, same the film here. good. Every time you're seeing Ben Mendelsohn on the screen, you're like, I want to see more Ben. He's awesome. Yeah, so it's gonna you- be amazing. They're gonna, they're gonna, there's this film when it comes out on the old, the old video box. Whew, people are gonna buy it up. And then Taron, yeah, and then you go back to to Taron Egerton as Robin, and you're thinking this is just awful, terrible, terrible film. Do not see it. We're talking of films, we're gonna go see Aquaman Saturday. Feel free to join us, everyone. Yeah. You're just gonna have to guess the screening. Yeah, no. Pick, take a pick <laughs> of screening location time. There's so many good films out now. There's Aquaman. Sorry to bother you. I need to see that. Ross Crazy not already. There's loads of films we could really take our pick, but Aquaman we have to see. Well, I'm going to talk about more things, Colin. <laughs> God of War won Game of the Year. It did. Fortnite did not win Game of the Year. Hallelujah. This is this is huge, and God of War deserved it. In other gaming news, because I'm going to be brief here, the people who made the good Fallout games are making a game that looks like a good Fallout game, but isn't Fallout. <laughs> What's it called? I'm excited. I don't remember. That's a terrible <laughs> name for a game. No, yeah, it's 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 like it's it's about space instead of it's like frontiers in space. It's called Frontiers in Space by the Fallout Boys. But it's not Fallout, we promise. It just looks a lot like it. Are you sure the Fallout Boys is not a bad cover band? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to get sued, at least. <laughs> Man, that was, some, that was some good and succinct gaming there news, right? James, time to go. Yeah, time to go. We've been talking way too long. We'll Sorry, s- everyone. I will see you on Saturday <gasps> for Aquaman. We shall see you then. Woo! Okay, bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Add the, sna- add the Snapchat. Goodbye, Europe.